Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 513 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by Ben Funky Askren, coming at us from his soon-to-be fully renovated basement. He was explaining all the new fixings he's, he's going to have. Absolutely. He's getting excited about that. Once again, Jordan. You know what, Chris? Yeah. Sorry. F- finish your intro. I thought sometimes you take a little pause. I thought you're done and I was going to go, but you want to introduce the Nomad, and I'm sure there's something awesome we have to say about him. Well, the Nomad, he made it in completely dry. There's no precipitation. He was very relieved, had extra pep in his step. He's wearing shoes. That's a huge improvement. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say this is episode nice. 513, the Cincinnati area code, the oh. Gas Tank Gary area code, Ben. <laughs> Gaston Gary gave us the tip on this one. He's like 513, a lot of good Cincinnati wrestlers. I don't remember them. He gave me a list, but the ones I do remember, Gaston Gary. So shout out Boom. the Ohio State. That's why I'm wearing the shirt for the Gary. Even though they brought in someone to back him up, Orndorf. I don't understand that yet, but um <laughs> doesn't matter. He'll he'll persevere. They got to have good wrestlers there. Cincinnati, big city, Ohio, Power State. They got Cincinnati LaSalle, one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there's plenty of guys from Bird. Cincinnati. Uh, what's his first name? Lucas. Lucas, yeah, Lucas. He's, from, he's from there. Okay, so that's a guy I remember. Mm-hmm. So there's another person on the list. So 513. All right, what were you going to say, Ben? Well, I mean, I, my, my first question, of which there are many. Love it. Is, you know, depending on what happened yesterday, did you bring Nomad an extra change of clothes just in case? I didn't. You know what? I figured this was his opportunity to be a Boy Scout and be prepared for something. Okay. Clear skies oh, today. Agree. Clear skies today, Ben. Smooth sailing. We're good. And I don't know. Did JD take his bag of laundry home yet? I, I hope know. so. He might have left it here. He likes to leave things here for months at a time. So who's to say? Hey, so big awesome. big transfer news. A couple like a week ago. Oh. We saw I was gonna steal the, I was gonna steal the floor, Christian. Steal quick. it. Well, what are you waiting okay. for? For these jabronis <laughs> at the WIAA, oh, that is no. the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I, I know you guys are on my side, so we can all get fired up together. 
these idiots voted two yes, 13 no to adopting uh, women's wrestling. And Wisconsin is one of the better states at women's wrestling. They yeah. have been for a, a very long time now. There's 27 other states that have now adopted it. These guys are idiots. I've had to deal with them many times, none of which have been positive. And I'm just annoyed that they can't get this right. So I was hoping that, you know, our, our faithful listeners, if you, if you so are inclined and you can get behind this cause, their Twitter handle is um, at WIAWI. And, you know, I don't really like the social justice warrior causes, but uh, I don't know why these people made this decision. It's a really bad decision. Women's wrestling has had a, a non-WI sanctioned state tournament for about five years now. It's very well attended. I don't understand why they can't sanction it. They're saying because they can't fill teams, but it's like, well, unless you sanction it, the teams can't be – they're not going to grow nearly as fast. Like, what the heck? Not being able to fill a teams is a good reason not to start, like, anything ever. Like, you don't yeah. – at the beginning, of course not. Um, well, who are the people – I mean, man, we should be grilling the, the 13, right? Yeah, uh, so, so there's been a guy who's been posting kind of like who's on the, um, I don't remember what they call the committee, but there's been a guy who's been posting that, and it's a bunch, you know, a bunch of athletic directors and, and other stuff. And I, I just, I guess, listen, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I don't know this process. I, I don't like bureaucratic processes. Um, I probably don't like them almost as much as Nomad doesn't like them. But if 26 other states figured out a way to make this happen, I just don't understand why we can't here in Wisconsin. And why we are so good at women's wrestling, and yet we can't we can't sanction it. Yeah, it's it's strange to be that far behind. You know, twenty six states already, and then you've got a very active state. And but these these state leadership governing bodies are often terrible. And yes, believe me, I'm from Virginia, so the VHSL is so <laughs> so so bad. Uh, so I, I know all too well there. And Ben, I know you said you don't like the process, so you probably don't know the answer to this, but when something like this comes up, are they required to issue a statement like, this was the reason we weren't able to vote on it, X, Y, Z, we don't feel the resources are available, whatever the excuse would be, do you know if something like that was produced? Um, there, there's been this guy who's been tweeting about it quite a bit in the last day, so I, I'd have to go to his handle to get the exact answer um so i know so wisconsin has a very strong coaches association um they've they've a huge banquet every november and they as a group have you know been pushing this issue for for many years now saying we as a group of wrestling coaches for the state of wisconsin want this to happen we think this will be beneficial and they've been pushing the wia and the wia has been pushing back for for years now um yes this guy luke francois uh He's that's his Twitter handle. Um, he's been posting a whole bunch of information about what the what the advisory council, who's on their board, um, all that stuff. Yeah, light them up. Light them up. Not good. Baby. Not and good. The the thing the, the thing that does think about um, the sanctioning of girls high school wrestling is, for the most part, it is all done in folk style, which is kind of backwards because. Like I get it for for the boys, right? We we yeah. wrestle and have wrestled folk style collegiately since Jump Street, but women's wrestling on the college level has always been freestyle, and so the, there is a little bit of frustration whenever I see a state knowing that they're sanctioning folk style. Um, 
So although it is good, you're still kind of, of, of hindering the potential of these young ladies a little bit. I don't know why that would stop Wisconsin from uh, sanctioning, especially because they have colleges in the state that support women's wrestling. Yeah. So there is a there's there's a base or there there is a place for them to go. They just need the base to yeah. draw from. Yes. Yeah. Bad, bad judgment. Bad judgment. Shame on them. Okay. Yeah. Big news. Couple big, big news. news. Couple big newses. Some transfer stuff going on. A reminder: if you missed yesterday's show, Kennedy Monday, UNC <laughs> is transferring. His father works at UNC or at the RTC, but he's leaving. Apparently, but we've got others. So about a week ago or so, we were looking at the Iowa roster and we're like, no Gavin, no Jaden Ironman. Now, Jaden, kind of a different scenario there, finishing up at Missouri, it sounds like. But when, when Gavin wasn't on there, immediately it's like, uh-oh, this, this is probably not a good thing. And then yesterday or the day before, he shows up in the transfer portal Um and don't know where he'll wind up or what the future holds or what went down at Iowa that it didn't work out. But I can't help but be a little worried and concerned and just hoping that Gavin's okay and he can find the right spot because he's been at basically the two best programs in wrestling, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And it hasn't hasn't worked. He hasn't made it a year at either. So you just hope whatever's going on with Gavin is okay and he can find the right situation for him. Hey, uh, Christian, let, let me ask you this. I thought you couldn't transfer to three, four-year universities without graduating. What uh, is that true or false? I thought that was the case. Who knows anymore? I think that was the case, but now I don't know. I mean, there's also no guarantee he ends up – there's no guarantee he ends up going to another D1 institution. There's no guarantee – he ends up wrestling. Well, I mean, at this point, it could just be I just want to go on with my life, try to get my degree. Well, why go just, in the portal then? Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't need to go on the well, portal. You don't go in the. And portal, if he was going to say NAIA, he wouldn't need to go in the portal because that's a separate division, correct? True. Yeah, it's a different thing. So, yeah. So, so he's maybe, out. Maybe that's think, not a thing. We yeah, don't know. Don't, don't know. Don't know where he where okay. he's where he's looking. Know. I don't know the rules. No, no, about... I mean the the, the four the three oh. the three four year transfers. That's not a thing. I have no idea. Okay, I right. feel like he would have to sit a year at some point. I mean, I was skeptical that they were going to count last year as a red shirt. For the the previous year, twenty eighteen nineteen, is a red shirt for him. Yeah, I didn't understand. Well, that that would have made sense, right? Because he didn't. Why wouldn't it? He didn't wrestle attached for yeah, Penn State. I guess not. That's how Richards would normally work. Yeah. But it sounded like he was going to get, like, that year completely wiped, mm-hmm. and then he would go to Iowa, mm-hmm. right, with five years. But either way, I think we're a long way off from discussing Gavin Teasdale having to uh, impact at a D1 team or anything like that. He just yeah. needs to find his spot wherever that is. But the biggest transfer is oh, baby. the, the – the longest, the most, uh, the worst kept secret in wrestling, Sebastian Rivera going in the portal. About a year ago, we started hearing this. Okay, Sebastian Rivera, maybe to Rutgers, maybe going to leave. We reach out. It's like, no, not leaving. 
I'm going to graduate from Northwestern, which now he's graduated from Northwestern. So basically, mm-hmm. we kind of knew, okay, kick down this discussion a year. And then a year comes, he graduates, and now uh, Sebastian Rivera has entered the transfer portal. So does that mean the worst kept secret is that he's also going to Rutgers? Well, the worst kept secret is that he was going to leave. The prevailing thought is that he will go to Rutgers, um, go back mm-hmm. to New Jersey, go, um, you know, be closer to Frankie Edgar, who he's got a really close relationship with. I think Sebastian has MMA aspirations, etc. So it's a it's a good fit for him, I think, for a variety of reasons. And he's Jersey through and through. So wait, so is that done, Christian? Or no, I don't it, think it's done. You suspect it to be done? Like what? what, what percentage if chance I had are you to guess, it? I don't know. I, I would say eighty percent. Ooh, that's pretty high. He, he's he is putting Rutgers as the clubhouse leader. Clubhouse okay. leader, leader, leader in the clubhouse. Uh, one one uh, that I don't know if he's looking elsewhere beyond Rutgers. But an interesting potential landing spot is a little re, reuni, uh, reunion. That's the word. <laughs> I was going to go with the song, Reunited Feels So Good, but it didn't work. So the reunion with Cody Brewer in Virginia Tech, yeah. who needs a 141, right? More transferred to Oklahoma. Go one year. Virginia Tech, great school, good friends, good whatever, good situation for him. And then maybe go. But – it, I don't know if that's even a consideration. That's just something that someone tweeted at me that seemed to make sense with the Brewer connection. Yeah. If you're looking outside of Rutgers, where else? Well, that could make sense. There's enough pieces mm-hmm. there that it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then, so they said, I no Ivy grad transfer. So, all those are out too. I, re- I read that somewhere. Um, yeah. And so, wait, let me. I, I don't feel like this has fully been stated, but he obviously wrestled. 57 kg for the Puerto Rican trials, which we don't know what that entails fully. Um, but now he's going to 141, so 57 kg is out, I'm assuming? Or or what's the story? I, I think 57 kg is uh, likely out. I don't know 100% 41. Yeah. Because here's the thing. If he were, if he were to go to Rutgers, I mean, we talked about this all season. Sammy Alvarez looks mm-hmm. like he could get big enough. Sammy Alvarez also has a red shirt available. Yep. There's ways for it to work really easy, really easily with Rutgers, even if Soriano comes back, right? You could yeah. Soriano says, Hey, I'm coming back next year. He could go 33. Sebastian goes 41. Red shirt Alvarez. Yep. If Soriano doesn't come back, wrestle Alvarez at 33 this year. Rivera at 41. Redshirt Soriano, and he comes back the next year, and then you redshirt Alvarez. Or even if if uh, Soriano comes back in one twenty five, he wrestled fifty seven kgs. Yes, multiple times. Yes, I yeah. don't think that would be a fun uh, life for him, but that is maybe an option. I don't know. I, I think <laughs> can we get re- can we get Nikki Soriano on the line? Why why can we not get an answer from this guy? You know what? Because he, he, he doesn't this, know. I'm, I'm motivated right now, Christian. There's, there's no There's no yesterday. You know who I who I, I DM'd yesterday? Sidikoff. And I started a conversation. Well, let's go do the same thing today. I had a conversation with Sidikoff yesterday. Uh, well, you know how it went, but I won't tell everyone. I won't tell the public how it went yet. Wow. Uh, but 
the English was the, the English was really solid. It was, I, I was really hoping for the the broken English. Uh, one time there was some broken English there where he said the. Uh, I said, he said, how much money? And he said, for taking part or for victory? Or <laughs> for victory. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that a lot. But he so knows. I'm going to ask Nick Toriano. He knows the deal. Yeah. Money money to show, money to win. Yeah. He, he knows the score. Yeah. Good for him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hit up, <laughs> hit up Nick. I don't think uh, a decision has been made, which is why nothing's known. I don't think he's just sitting on the decision waiting. You know, I think there's a lot of dust to settle with the 2020-2021 season, right? And are we going to see mm-hmm. a lot of guys look to redshirt and as, you know, this looks to be a shortened season potentially or, um, you know, after the uncertainty and, and watching all these guys have their season ripped out from under them, they're probably like, yeah. hey, let's wait and see how the dust settles. There's going to be a record number of gray shirts. Yeah, just a bunch of people don't even enroll. Yes. Oh, because people are scared. Uh, I, I mean, don't know if scared is the right word, but it, I, I, I think the season is going to happen. I, I just I don't see any way the season do, doesn't happen. I think it will be devoid of opens, which if you are a red shirt, because no of open stupid, tournaments. I think there will be very few open tournaments, and I think if they are oh. open tournaments, there will be limited travel. And so, if you are a red shirt, your opportunities to get the number of matches that you would normally want to get as a red shirt will be very limited. So you're basing mm. you're basing the gray shirt thing off. I'm basing ex- gray shirt also on people that have told me they're gray shirting. Okay, like who? Well, now. Oh come on! Don't be don't be that guy, no man. Tell us. Well, no one's okay. listening. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. We with the gray- even, we're not even live. <laughs> here's the thing with the gray shirt uh, situation, though. A lot of these guys need to get guarantees on the backside that their scholarship will still be available to them. Oh, if they gray shirt, the, they signed a letter of intent. Yes, but to gray shirt, you have to break. Right, so in order to gray shirt, you have to then break the letter of intent. Ooh, oh, that sounds like very a, interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this is going to be as much of a sensation as you think. But that's, but mm. that's why I'm saying they need to get the guarantees on the back end. Because if they do, then then there will. I still think there will be a lot. I still, I think, still think there will be a record number. Like it'll be more than just Penn State. Yeah, this year. Well, it's it's a wonder. Why you don't see it more, right? Yeah, it, it does seem like such an ad- advantage, but I guess only a few programs can maybe sustain keeping that many guys okay with that, right? Yeah, it's a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, well, it's, the well, the other guys, other teams can poach them. Also, I mean, if one, you know, if say someone comes in and they do do their NLI or whatever, and the team lets them break it, now that now they no longer have an NLI, so if they either have a good summer. Or they do something, you know. Someone else, or someone, you know, loses a wrestler on their team. They can go go after that person. Mm-hmm. So there's that danger also. That's a good point. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a lot of things. Okay, number one, some people don't want to be in college until they're 25. Yeah, true. So if you gray shirt, red shirt, maybe Olympic red shirt, you know, like that's hard. I understand why people wouldn't want to do that. Whether whether they want a senior level career or they just want to go to college, get their degree, and go into their regular life, that's a hard thing to ask people. And then, as he was saying, the juggling of scholarships, the poaching, just the appropriate use of a gray shirt, making sure that you're actually maximizing it and not like for yourself yeah. and not just for the you know for the the team to you know oh we got a 33, he's a junior. 
you gray shirt, then we can actually make it work where you have four years, but it also helps them. So I don't know. There's a lot of things that go into it beyond just like, and also if it's a gray shirt, the schools can't really help them. Like the parents have to take on that cost. Yes. Not everyone can afford that. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing I've, I've always been like, man, these college is expensive enough. Now you're just paying for a year for them to live somewhere and not be They're in just school. being a suck on their parents. Yes. Jeez. I don't want my kids doing that. No gray. Sorry, Caleb. No gray shirt. <laughs> go to school. I mean, on, on the other hand, I had a kid a couple years back who, you know, he didn't have the accomplishments. It probably, probably wasn't a D1 type guy yet. He decided to gray shirt. And, you know, he did. He took a whole bunch of credits at a community college. And he took like 20. And they, they were obviously really, really cheap. Um, compared to where where he ended up going and uh, that worked out really well for him he got to mature he got to he had the work he worked a couple jobs made some money um, and then got a whole bunch of credits for pretty cheap while he was training for the year so it does work out sometimes That's oh good. of course it does I'm just saying yeah, yeah. he he yeah. like he actually maximized the year yeah some people don't job. yeah some let me no matter are you saying some 19 year old College males are not all that mature. Hmm. Yes. Elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> Turns so, out if you leave kids right. their own devices, they might screw up. Oh. Dang. I just realized I'm wearing the same shirt two days in a row. Don't judge me, people. It's the same one. It's not like you have two of that shirt. No, it's just the same one. It's the same one. This is the thing with you allegedly, uh, and according to your wife, not having any BO possible. Yeah. That is a really weird thing. I did change. I changed to go work in the woods, and I changed to go to practice. But I did wear the shirt yesterday. Sorry, okay. Guys. It's all right. <laughs> we're not. We're not live streaming or anything. Uh, hey, uh, Christian, if, if he goes to VTech, no, which baby. I know you think that's probably less likely. They're pretty damn good next year. They have <laughs> yeah three guys who are legit title contenders. Unless I'm, I'm missing somebody. Yeah, Cody, uh, or excuse me, Sebastian, Mackay, and Bolin. Yeah, that's, yeah, that would be a nasty a team. team. Just right there. Now I don't, yeah. we shouldn't get ahead of ourselves. It's, it's unlikely, but if they did, that would be it would be huge. You also got some upside with. I think Latona can be very good mm-hmm. at that weight. That's dude. He not, was right there with Pitch last year as a true freshman. Yeah, right. Not yeah. that deep. Um, Who's that? Just I was high oh, on Andonian. Uh, I was really, yeah, I was high on Andonian out of high school, and he had a he had a good, not great year last year. He was up and down, but I, I think you yeah. can see that you know another year, a little more consistency in that room. I think it's gonna be really good for him. Um, who's a fifty-seven? Connor Brady, right? Uh yeah, mm-hmm. he's good. Like right now, he's yeah. good. So yeah, they're gonna Do have you- a they're gonna have a good team. Do you guys remember? Uh, I think it was the Fargo Finals when Andonian kicked that brick. That yes. was so awesome. Amazing. That was amazing. That was <laughs> that was fantastic. Yeah, that's when you knew this kid's mm-hmm. gonna be really good. So I I don't know if this is um just coincidental that we had so many transfers around this time, or if there's anything specific about this period of time where you see basically three guys in a span of two days, all of decent renown. <laughs> decide to leave or is it just coincidental i don't think it's coincidental what do you, what do you think it's tied to people okay. are coming out of coming Sorry. out of hiding is finally 
Is this NWO? What's going on? No, Ben Ben was looking over at something, so I wanted to <laughs> You good, Ben? What I oh I, I so my yeah, my kids might attack from this direction, so okay. you know, I was making sure there was nothing coming down the hallway. Yeah. I, no, I, I bought Ozzy this I bought Ozzy this fake chainsaw yesterday. He would not effing put it down. So, you know, he might try to come to attack me with it or something. <laughs> um, I don't think it's coincidental at all. I mean, you see teams updating the rosters right now and I so I think everybody's kind of been figuring out the their roster situations and you have you know, you're kind of getting down to the wire as far as applying for school and making sure you're enrolled and getting Ooh. credits. So I think this two-week stretch here is going to be big for guys going to the transfer portal. Do you have any intel on uh, Kennedy Monday's potential landing spots? Uh, I think it's the schools I mentioned yesterday. Okay. Any Nebraska, p- Minnesota, Oklahoma State. Any potential mm. leaders? Um... Not at this time, no. Okay. Got it. Um, well, it's only been a day. Yeah, it's only but, been one day, Christian. Yeah, well, he's just not telling us. He knows where he's going to go. No, man, no. He has a, no, he's a very let's, strong let's, inclination. I'm trying to tee him up so he'll say it. He won't say let's it. Let's torture he him. He said live yesterday on, let's he knows where him. He, live he's going to go. Live on radio, let's torture Nomad until he gives up the information. Well, I have the torture. Inf- I have the information. I'm just trying to get it so he'll say it. Which which torture device would you choose? I think that one where they drop water on your forehead, like you know, for hours. That would be that'd be pretty bad. Don't get this guy going. Uh, Listen, man. don't get Nomad going on torture. He's the one that thinks we need to repeal the thing that says uh, punishment shouldn't be cruel and unusual. He thinks it should be. What? <laughs> yes, he thinks we should be able to torture people. He said that on this show. Oh. I, if he had only oh, yeah. disclosed that in oh, like a wow. content meeting, I wouldn't bring it up. But he's he's openly discussed it on this show. Okay, I don't I don't want to know, Nomad. I'm not going to ask anymore. Yeah. But could you please tell us so we don't have to use that against you? Where Kennedy Monday is going? No, because here's the thing. Unlike some people, <laughs> I don't play fast and loose with information that is not locked in stone. Well, as, as some people like to be frivolous with their wrestling news. Well, I would say mm. that if you said, if I had to guess, he would be going here, that would be a fine way to bridge those two. And you don't have to be uh, definitive. Yeah. Okay, I'll say this. So the three schools I mentioned yesterday, the one that has the most money is Minnesota. The one that had a former teammate of his just transfer there is Minnesota. Who? who? Mm. Keaton Cleaver. Uh, oh, Keaton Cleaver. Keaton Cleaver, yeah. Got it. Hmm, Minnesota. Interesting. Now, his father went to got- Oklahoma State, so there's obviously ties there. He's also, when he was in high school, he they, they were in Dallas at the time. So mm-hmm. that would be relatively close to where he grew up, at least that region of the country. Um, and Nebraska, I mean, he was close to Burroughs. Br- Bracky sent me an Instagram of him with, with Burroughs yesterday. Again, like I mentioned, they have the need of 165. He was but, with Burroughs yesterday? No, no, no. Bur- Bracky oh. sent me a picture got it. of him. He has, he has a relationship with Burroughs. Kennedy does. Well, and got it, got it, got Jordan it. really reveres Kenny as well. Yes. Yeah. That's, I believe, part of it, yeah. Where it comes from. So, well, do is there anything about the Northeast, New Jersey area with, you know, Quincy being there? Or does that seem like probably not? I have not. I haven't heard anything about, about that. Princeton, as we mentioned, 
transfers in, into Princeton are not really a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we don't really know, but he just kind of laid it out there. Maybe, uh, maybe Minnesota, maybe Nebraska, maybe Oklahoma State. So we shall see. And especially because he listed as do not contact. Yeah, don't contact right? me. So he's kind of being his own agent. Hmm. There, yeah. I guess he figures. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. I guess do not contact means don't reach out. I'll be. I'll. I'll call you. Don't call me. Kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> They're saying Ohio State on the forums, uh, the mat, but that is a terrible idea because they have Carson Karchla, Ethan Smith. He's like third string there. But yeah. Why would or did he beat Ethan Smith? I mean, that's I don't know. But they're, they're bringing in Patty Gallagher. We well, only has yeah. one year, Kennedy. But yeah, it doesn't make any sense that he would go to Ohio State, um, mm-hmm. unless they're bringing in more depth at heavyweight, and he's going to go up, and they need <laughs> someone else to challenge Gary Traub. It's not going to work, guys. It's not going to work. I don't see Ohio State being a destination for him. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make um, sense. All right, so that's happening. Transfer, transfer. Will we have more transfers? Nomad, do you? Is there anything percolating? I have not heard of any specific transfers. However, as I said, this is the time period where you need to get your classes in order. Yes. So therefore, mm-hmm. I think there will be more. But the transfer thing right now was crazy because guys still can't go. I mean, kids. I was talking. I was, you know, Tr- you guys know Tristan works for me now. Yeah. I was talking to Tristan yesterday. He he still has to be able to go get his workout clothes from Madison. What? The locker room's unopened. Yes, since March. Does he have shoes? The locker. He, yeah, but he, he's like, well, I have like seven pairs of work. You know, he's like, I only have three pairs of workout gear, so I, I gave him a couple more, but. He said, all my stuff's in, in the locker room, and I still haven't been able to go get it since March. That's ridiculous. So it's like, Somebody's, they can't even go to, I mean, not little on business, Christian, they can't even go get their gear. Man, that's wild. Yeah. I mean, and some of these guys are like graduated, moved on, and like aren't in the area anymore. So yeah. never get your sweats back. It's messed up. Come on. You, you, <laughs> you should, there should be a way to like make an appointment and get like escorted to the locker room and get your stuff. What you're Wisconsin? You yeah. Wisconsin, you can't get you can't get do that much. Let him in. What is this? How is the COVID situation in in Madison or Wisconsin? We, we've in been uh, we've been super low for cases. You know, I know a lot of states are going back up right now, even though hospitalizations and deaths are, are fairly low, but cases are going back up significantly. Wisconsin's yeah. been really low now for. I don't know, 20 days, 20 days or so, like really low. Like there's uh, Texas has been in the two or 3,000 range. Wisconsin has been in like the 200 range. Man. Cases. I guess not a lot of people coming in and out of the state. It's kind of like a self-contained sort of situation. Yeah. Good for Wisconsin. All right. Healthy up up here. How's that upper peninsula of Michigan you guys won't invade? Yeah. How about y'all not (laughs) invading that? Hey, some who was saying that like if that was if that part of Michigan, which is Wisconsin, that you guys just didn't take, you just gave it to them totally. Well, I I, I don't know I don't know my Wisconsin slash Michigan history, so I, I 
Guys, I have no idea. I mean, maybe we like did that for three draft picks to be named later or something. I'm not yeah. sure. If y'all did it for Giannis, that would probably be that would make sense. If this was a Giannis Aaron Rodgers play, I get it. Ty- <laughs> Tyler, if you have a chance to pull up the Wisconsin map again, uh, that would be awesome just to show uh, what, what Wisconsin let get away. But no, I I heard like if that part of the country, not that this I'm getting political at all, but if that part, if y'all just took that part, then Hillary would have won the election, but because it was Detroit or Michigan, and Wisconsin was Wisconsin, Wait, he, I think Spay was telling oh, me about that because he knows the, the all UP that stuff. Obviously, the UP is obviously went Republican, so you're you're saying if you take those Republican votes away from Michigan, that Michigan goes to Hillary. Maybe that that's what it was, but what it has because there's no there's Spay no way the UP is Democrat. Yeah, there's no way that's no. it's very rural area. Yes, yeah. Nice. Okay. Well, then okay. it would. Well, then it would be Wisconsin. That would be blue. Yeah. So basically, okay. Michigan could have absorbed the votes and still been blue, and Wisconsin would have swung. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Now I don't know. Yes. Now I'm confused. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Got hey, I got, I got the I got the answer for you guys. Okay. Um, what is in it? In the 1836 war, <laughs> Michigan uh, got that strip of land from from Toledo, apparently, from the state of Ohio, as uh, a dispute. Wow. So maybe they... Michigan wanted to, Michigan wanted Toledo, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, you give me Toledo. But they didn't get a they didn't get Toledo. Come they, on. So they tried for Toledo. They didn't get Toledo. See look at this. Yes. Toledo? So the so game the UP. So if you look at Wisconsin, that area above it connecting oh, yeah. to the Great Lakes, that is Michigan. It is not Wisconsin. Wow. Toledo is right on the border of Michigan. I, I did not realize it was exactly on the border. Tyler is wonderfully so Michi- circling it with the mouse cursor to show you what isn't what isn't theirs. Okay. Now now go to now go to Toledo. That's what Michigan wanted and they I, they, I guess they had a war with Ohio or something. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> it says what did Michigan get from the Toledo war? I'm reading there was a war. The All Toledo right. War. All right, hold on. Okay, now. I'm gonna I'm gonna read more about it. We're going totally off the rails, but you know this is relevant because the Michigan and and Ohio they got heat. They don't like each other. 1835 to 1836. An almost bloodless yeah. boundary dispute. There's no lamer <laughs> phrase than an almost bloodless boundary dispute. If you're going to dispute boundaries, there needs to be much bloodshed. Yeah, this sounds like they just got in a fight. Toledo Fight Club. Oh. So Congress says, this is your stuff, this is your stuff. Michigan and Ohio, they don't like it. So, you know, they almost go to war. And But so how did how did Wisconsin give up the UP for Ohio? That's that's the real issue here. That's what doesn't make any yes. sense. What is going well, Wisconsin on? wasn't a state until 1848, I don't believe. Oh yeah, that was that was twelve years before the Toledo War, as we all know. No, nice. no, after I think Toledo, yeah, Wisconsin became a state in 1848, uh, and the, yeah, the Toledo War was in 1836. We're doing history today on the show. Who knew? Wow. Who I, knew? History.com, great opening sentence. The so-called Toledo War has so-called. its roots in the shortcomings of 18th century geography. So right there, wow. you know, this is all cartographers' fault. Yes, this is just a bunch of map nerds having having fights. Okay. FRL, where you learn about wrestling transfers in the Great uh, the Toledo War. Yeah, check out check out that minute that uh, Wisconsin. State. You know when people when, when people say um, 
they always go into wrestling college, colleges that should have wrestling programs that do not. Uh, and, you know, talk about programs in the South where we're kind of void of them. I always thought, well, how does Toledo not have a program? They're right there with Michigan and Ohio. You have a lot of great wrestlers. You have a lot of other teams you can wrestle. Toledo, get, a, get with it. Get a program. Let's go. They could have kept the Matins in state. <laughs> yep. Maybe. All four of them. Those, you, got, you got 40% of the team right there. Man, the Mattons are Michigan men through and through. I think they all went to Michigan. Yeah, they did. They're a good family. I yeah, like they that. are. They're good. But if there was a but if, if there, there was been a Toledo a Toledo team, all right. Then what? I kind of because we were we were actually just having this conversation last night about the talent leaving the southeast, partially because mm-hmm. partially because there's no colleges there, and probably as a trickle down effect, the the high school programs aren't as good. What are your feelings on kids leaving to go other? You places? mean for to go to Different. go to college or to go to high school? High school, high school. Uh, man, a long time ago, Tom, Tommy Rollins and I when we had that funky. Uh, oh my gosh, what was it? T-Roll T-Roll funky, and show. funky. I have too many podcasts. I forgot the name for a second. T-Roll funky. We had a debate about this and <laughs> Funky Kurt the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we we both said we see why people do it. I, I don't think, you know, the way I feel, I only get my kid for 18 years at home. If they're here after 18 years, I'm going to kick them out. Um, they, they need no, to go live on aren't. their own. No, you well, aren't. No, you aren't. Even if I try it, I will physically remove them. Because, listen, I, I, th- I think, now listen, if they say get done with college, they need to be here for like two months, okay, whatever, right, as you're moving on. Listen, adults need to be adults. They need to go live for themselves. We can't we can't coddle people forever. So, no, I will not coddle my kids past the age of 18. Um but I, I will want them here until they're 18. I will love them to be here. I would really not like to send them elsewhere. But then Tommy and I both kind of came at it from the perspective of, well, we were both able to have elite athletic careers. And so, you know, if, if our kids choose, you know, Tommy's daughter, for example, is a really good soccer player. Um, we will be able to find them the resources necessary to be successful. But I also see where if certain people think I absolutely cannot be successful in in this you know, jurisdiction or this area, and I need to go elsewhere. I get it, but sometimes, um, I guess this kind of gets insane. Sometimes kids always think something else is the problem when the answer is that they are the problem, right? And so they they bounce from place to place to place because they think, oh, if I just if that person's holding me back or this coach is not doing what I want, and they go somewhere else. And so I think I think that kind of feeds into it also. Well, well, what's your guys' take? Well, what? Well, I yeah, I wouldn't send my kid away to a boarding school. Um, I well, okay, no, this, no, this is a good, this is a good one, Christian. For you, Caleb wants to be a great wrestler. Yeah. What clubs are in Austin? And he's fifteen, he's fourteen or fifteen, and he says, "Dad, Dad, I want to be great." You know, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna hire Nomad as his personal trainer, <laughs> well, or are you gonna send him have- somewhere? Well, one, uh, Mike's here. Mike's a really good coach. And I okay, just, so you'll hire. He, okay, so Nomad's fired. You're hiring Mike. <laughs> but, I, but they I both think, work here. I think, I think that's the way to go. <laughs> no, Nomad is strength and conditioning. That's it. Uh, no. Okay. So, <laughs> one, a couple things. One, I get. You see, a lot of times the whole family moves. It's not like you don't just ship your kid to yeah. the boarding school. It's like, all right, yeah. we're mo- the the crew's moving to PA. We're moving. I mean the the Nichols and the Taylors, they they moved, right? They, David's like, man, I know if I want to get really good, if I wrestled at St. Paris Graham, 
that's going to be the that's going to be the spot for me. So they moved there, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I think that I would see myself doing that before ever. But one, I think there are a lot of ways you can I I'd be more lucky than most is what I would tell Caleb. Like he would be more sure. fortunate than most here in Austin. There's a lot there's a plenty of partners. I mean, I don't think he needs like the I, I don't know. I just don't think you have to be in the optimum environment to get really, really good if you want to be good. Um, and Yeah, yeah, I agree. The wrestling world is smaller now, and you can see what you need to see and learn what you need to learn. There's such a, a wellspring of information out there. And plus, you know, in the summer, if you wanted to go a week here, a week mm. there, that'd be cool. Um, so yeah. I, I think there's a lot of ways to get really, really good. I'll, I won't say – Anywhere, but in a lot of different places, right? And Austin, Texas would be a much better spot than where I was from in Virginia. Okay. I, uh, so <clears throat> I went to a private school. I grew up in the national prep system. Some of my closest, uh, or at least the people that, that I, um, are most fond of in the coaching community are private slash boarding school coaches. Um, and st- before I worked for Flow, I worked for a school of choice. Um, so I like vehemently believe that there needs to be options for kids. I don't think it is good mm. to, and like I don't know how you would do this, but like I don't think it's good to just trap kids where they are. If if the family has the means and they're able to move, they should they should at least have the option, be able to explore the option. Also, yeah. if you have listened to me, read me, followed me in any way, you know that. On the college recruiting end, I very much value uh, trying to keep kids home, you know, locking down the borders, trying to build from from within, and and having state pride and 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 local um, kids be a, a large part of your team. And within that, using the RTC model, which has since been kind of changed because of um, you know coaches complaining about recruiting, but mm-hmm. using that 250 mile radius. And the high school kids yeah. to build the local area from yourself, particularly when you don't necessarily have the the, the resources to. Uh, I mean, look at like Northern Colorado, right? Yeah. To keep Andrew Alira's home was so much bigger for them than if Alira's went pick a yeah. good school elsewhere. Anyway, all this is to say, it is it is better or more ideal or cooler if. A situation is homegrown, but parents, I think, should absolutely have the option, and I very much defend their right to do so. And I also think, mm-hmm. and this is my last point on this, I think wrestling is a little more unique. So if you look at, um, so if you look at like my dad's hometown, there's like a thousand people. You know, there's like sixty kids in graduating class, but their softball team is incredible because they all grew mm-hmm. up together in, you know, in in the same little league, and they all got good together. It is much harder. Mm-hmm. To, it is much easier to do that in a team sport. It's much easier to go for the the good teams to kind of bounce around based on whatever youth uh, club came up together, all playing together. In wrestling, it's a little different because you have to yes. want it on your own. And there are a lot of kids who one of the main factors that they leave their school is is like Kobe Bryant effect. Like I work my ass off every day. I want to be great. I want to make a world team. I want to be a state champ. I want to be a national champ. My teammates don't give a crap. I need to go somewhere where my teammates give a crap. So it's a little different in wrestling than yes. I think in team sports or just individual sports in general. I mean, how was your team though, Ben? I mean, you, your yeah. Arrowhead wasn't like a, a national power. 
right? No. Well, I was, yeah, I, we were, no, we were not, we we're not good at all, actually. But I was lucky enough to have Coach Messerich, who you know works at the academy now. He his first year era was my first year at Arrowhead, my freshman year. So you know that was a really good situation. Then obviously Arrowhead would, be, would become much better after I left because you know that was that was year four when I left, or you know his year four. Then they would start getting better after that. But yeah, I mean, you, I, I so I think I see it. So right now I, at the academy, um, I coach a lot of kids from a lot of high schools. I can see the effect of some of the kids who have other really good partners versus some of the kids who have really bad situations. Um, I can see the effects from when I, when I leave them in November to when they come back in March. I can see the effects of, okay, these couple of kids definitely got a lot better. Ooh, these these I mean, there are some kids which have regressions during the high school season because they don't have anyone to push them. And, you know, they maybe don't have a coach who has all the greatest knowledge. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see. And so and in Wisconsin, we actually have something called open enrollment where kids can apply to go other places. And, you know, obviously in, in our area, it's, it's not rural. I mean, it, it's fairly – fairly well populated so there's a whole bunch of schools within a short distance right and we, and we see that happen uh a fair amount of time so you know some of the better kids not everyone but some of the better kids congregate to a handful of high schools um so yeah i i think it's important to be in really good situations you know i think i think it's in the chicago area um it's kind of to an extreme where you see most of the best kids going to a few high schools like it's not yeah wisconsin's not that extreme that's good. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's kind of my thought on moving. I think there's a lot you can do on your own if you get a good coach or have a have the desire. I think you can kind of figure a lot out. So that's my mind. So you would say, so uh, Caleb was maybe a bad example, Christian, because you, you do have a lot. You, you're, you would be able to get him a lot of access over the summers. Yeah. But let, let's say you were in back in, the, you, you know, something happens. You got to go run the farm back in the Shenandoah Valley. <laughs> And, um, you know, Kayla, so Caleb's there and he wants to be really good. Are you guys, are you guys moving as a family or are you saying, Hey, I'll ship you up the road to, I don't know. Is there a good, there's probably a good prep school somewhere close to Virginia. I'm guessing. Are you saying I'm going to ship you here? Yeah, no. So the best prep school is in Richmond at St. Christopher's. No, I wouldn't do that. I would, it would probably be a, uh, a bigger side. It would be really tough. It would be really tough for him to get really good where he's from but there have yeah. been kids and i think if if there's a large summer travel component or something like that that would probably be required um there is a really good coach there so i think i think it's it's accessible i think northern okay. virginia has some good good teams good clubs etc so maybe it's something where you know a little bit of travel is not totally unprecedented but i i don't i wouldn't have seen us moving somewhere else just just for that, personally. Strictly. And, like, okay. um, you know, it's – you have to get pretty far down the line to make that decision, too. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. You, like, right now, I that would be so crazy to make a move like that. He's got to get so close to uh, – there's got to be a certain level reach. I mean, just to get to be mm. even the best wrestler in – the Shenandoah Valley, yeah. that will take some doing, right? So, all right, you got to get better than all. You have to get to a point where you're so much better than all these guys, and you're just there's no one that can stay on the mat with you. Then that's when you start even considering that. In my mind, you can't just like, well, it's not great now. Yeah. He'll get beyond these guys. You don't even you don't know that. 
I would just Agreed. for for anyone who's like <clears throat> way on the side of like kids shouldn't leave, have a conversation with Cooper Flynn, his family, Gabe Arnold and his family, um, Nick Buzakis and his Gabe. family. Like yeah, listen Gabe to went from Virginia to Pennsylvania. Uh, right? Gabe Arnold. Yeah, oh, they're uh, Phil and his family are in uh, Georgia. Oh, so he sent the, they just sent the kid. Yes, Gabe to oh, seminary. Okay, got it. Anyway, just talk mm-hmm. to those parents, and like you will understand, this was not a difficult, or this was this was an extremely difficult decision for them. They do love their children very much, and their children are very proud of where they're from. But this is what they felt was best for them. So I don't know. Just mm-hmm. if you're way to the w- one side where a kid shouldn't leave, have a conversation with those people, and it might. It, it, it might change your mind because there, there was a lot of thought that went into this for those families. Yeah. I think for me, if, if I felt so strongly that we needed to go somewhere else or that Caleb or Natalie needed to go somewhere else, we would all just go. I would never be able to say, okay, you go and you're on your own. Like, I just don't think that is, it may work for some. I just that is not the way I envision raising my family. Well, if you have a good mm-hmm. job where you are, and the kid is the only one that can go. Yeah, but yeah. it's 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 we're talking about four years. Then I know we're talking about four years that you never get back. Like that. that and that's, that's how it. I feel, Christian. Dude, you never get those back, and then they're gone. Like that is just it was it is just not worth it. It is not worth it if. if if it's worth to you, it, to, to you, I yeah, mean, you can't yeah. say it to everybody else, right? Yeah, no, I, I am me. I am only representing myself here. But to me, yeah. it's like, if it was worth it, then I would rather have a bad job for four years and move with my child than keep my job and help my profession. So, so I can help him and me, but we're doing it separately. Well, what is that? I mean, it's, it's my opinion. Yes. Um, Got it. All right. Hey, let's do a a read. We are readers of ads. Hit it, buddy. (laughs) Uh, This show, Flow Wrestling Radio Live, brought to you by RX Sports, the official CBD partner of Flow Wrestling, the all-natural, highly concentrated CBD product, perfect for all your training recovery needs. Visit rxsports.com slash flowsports for an automatic 20% discount off your entire order. Defy your pain with RX Sports. Um, Actually, took some... I slept really poorly the night before. I just woke up Uh-oh. at 3.30. I think when I do the, um, like, a later sauna, and then I have to drink so much water, and then I go to sleep with a full belly of water, mostly. Even if you go right where your water stays, Christian. Huh? <laughs> I think your water goes to your bladder. Yeah, bladder. You know what I'm saying. Bladder. A bladder full. Uh Oh, oh, uh, you made fun of me for having to pee on the show. Now I, now I get to give it back. Yeah, well, I, I can hold it. I have to go right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it to 945. So, but then I woke up at like 3.30, and I couldn't fall back asleep because I had to pee. And uh, so, so I took some of the, the, the CBD that RX Sports sells that makes sleep. Great night's rest. Now I feel refreshed. Boom. Uh, they have a sleep one? Yeah. Oh, they have one. Pick, yeah. pick that one up. Yeah, get that one. Do you go, do you go uh, what are we calling 
speed stick. What are <laughs> we like calling that? It's a deodorant stick. I don't know, a roll, a roll on stick. Yeah. Do you go that one in the morning and drops at night? Or? No, so if I'm, I only use that one if I'm sore, which is kind of often. So I use whenever I feel bad. I really like it. Yeah, I do too. It actually really helps. And Bracky, who is ever the skeptic about everything ever, even gave it credit. <laughs> so that's, that's when you know. Uh, also, you can buy Flow Sports t-shirts i don't know if i mentioned that and they're getting ones for for the bigger uh guys and gals because they only go up to xl and uh so they they have heard your cries and that you need some bigger shirts so they're getting that one but you got to go to shop.flowsports.tv they're not there yet but they're going to be there but you can buy the other shirts if you are small through xl so check those out um i wear the black on black one almost all all the time seems like i wear it more than i do because i have like Three or four of them, so that's helpful as well. Um, so yeah, check those out. Um, and I think I think they're they were hitting me up. The so the marketing department runs the t-shirt situation, all right. And they were hitting me up about mm-hmm. the July twenty fifth event. And I think they're gonna have something. Uh, they're gonna have a new offering at to announce for the July twenty fifth event that may or may not incorporate the color green. So we'll see. What? We'll see if that actually happens. Um, but that's being that's I got being my rumored. Flat on. Yeah, he's he's rocking the old one. Okay, let's go to some questions. What do you say? Whoa! All right. Hey, can we talk about? Yeah, hey, Christian, I'm kind of mad. I'm kind of mad at you. Can we talk about something? Oh, perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, you gave me a sneak peek to We Are Episode One, and you didn't give me a sneak peek to We Are Episode Two, and it's coming out tonight. So you know, I, maybe maybe we're not as good as friends as we were last week. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna send it to you right now. How about that? Yes, huh? that was um, great. I'm excited for it. Yes, yes. Um, I think you will. I think you will enjoy it. I I watched it yesterday. Very, very good. Kind of chronicles the tw- end of 2011 to 2014, the Ed DT era, and everything going along with that. Also, the Kale comeback little story there of him coming back and wrestling at the trials and uh all that stuff so i think you're i do believe you're gonna like it i'm gonna text it to you right now ben i nice i think that played a little bit of a role in how good they are now what did i think him not winning really very sour taste in his mouth and only not that he needed any more ambition come on Ludicrous. Uh, he is, ludicrous. He is, he is so – I mean, I said before, like, he is so maniac. I think he is more maniacal as a coach than as a competitor. Like, I think he is more driven to win now even than he was as a competitor. And it's, obviously his competitive career, will to win, was astronomical. So you're, think, you're saying if he didn't compete, then he I think wouldn't it helped. be as motivated? I, 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 think, really? I, don't know, I don't know if motivated is the right word. I think it helped him as a coach. Hmm. I don't Getting understand. back out and That's experiencing experiencing it. Well, I could see I think it had positive impacts for him. I could see the experience of hey, cutting weight again and wrestling again and feeling, you know, doing a camp again, really losing. Losing. Yeah, maybe. Okay, I could see that. All right. I don't know if I understood what you meant, but now talking through it. I could see how going through the experience yeah. more recently can be very helpful. Um but I don't think losing helped him. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I would love to hear in his words, but I feel like, I feel like he's so competitive. It's like it would be really hard to kind of elevate him to the next level. Like I feel like maybe he was already there. 
I think he was there. But, you know, after 2011, and 2011 was probably their worst championship team, right? Of the... But it was, well, also it was the one that was beginning. most in the balance. Yeah, 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 for sure. But they've only gotten better, right? And guys like yeah. uh -huh. freshman, like freshman Ed, freshman David didn't win, right? Now we're seeing, you know, Mark Hall won as a freshman. They're, I don't know. I, oh, I just, freshman David didn't win. Come on, dude. He was, but he was like so freaking good. I mean, he was ridiculous. Thirty three and zero. So I mean, that's that's like, yeah. I mean, Bubba beat him, but you know. That 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 David Taylor was as good as that Mark Hall, I would say. Oh yeah, for sure. For, I mean, be, better. Okay, yeah, better. He was better. He was way better. He's, yeah, because I, I mean, Mark Hall lost three three matches or something. That who's year. the best? He lost in Carver. Didn't have the same bonus rate. Yeah. No. I mean, he didn't win, David. But what? Yeah. Uh, where does that rank for like best freshman season ever? Like even Spencer, God, he had a couple I... losses. Um, Dake had a couple losses. I know he. You're you're basically only judged against the freshman champs, but yeah, Dustin Slater maybe Dustin only, only one one loss maybe. He, even Esposito. Dustin didn't have that same dominance. Yeah, who was this dominant? I mean, Spencer was very dominant as a true freshman, and he was a true freshman, but he did have if you he did can have losses. Like CPU saying, if you can as go David. beyond the did you win the last match or not, which is obviously extremely important. But if you look at the whole mm -hmm. the season as a whole. Yeah. I mean, probably slightly below probably Imar. Oh, Imar was up Imar was so good. Imar was a force of nature and, as a freshman. And the weight yeah. he won was really good. Yes. You know, James Green yes. medaled at Worlds that year. Yes. Right? And Real Buto, Dylan Ness. I mean, he— Dylan mm -hmm. Ness probably at the height of his powers because the next year he was hurt for most of the year. Yeah. So that yeah, was probably I'm hard by being no, number that was two the year he was hurt. ever. Is that the year he was hurt? Okay. Yeah. Is I'm hard number two ever? Mm -hmm. Freshman season. Who would be number one? Kyle. Oh yeah. Kyle. Kyle. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, maybe. Just because you look I at the he guys is. he beat, he didn't he didn't have Nolf in his bracket that year, but man, that it was. He was ridiculous, ridiculously good. He'd be Ian Miller. Yeah. The other yeah. thing that's really, really, really hard with this discussion is redshirt versus true. That has to be factored yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. That does. That it was does. Uh, Nomad. Did you hear my argument? I, I would like to hear your take. My argument on we did the best five Penn State wrestlers ever last week, <laughs> and we ranked them. And I said Zane was the only one to wrestle as a true freshman, and obviously he took more losses. But if Zane redshirts that year, then. You know, I think you could, you should almost count. He didn't, he did not lose one match his last three years. Um, so I think, I said, I think he should be higher on the list. I, I would, I would probably have Zane number one. Now, that is very difficult when Kyle Dake exists. No, no, no. When, no, no. when you Just hear the, the statement State I'm guys. about to make, I know, I know. Okay. 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 But when you hear the statement I'm about to make, it gets a little it gets a little muddy when Kyle Dake exists and David Taylor's weight. But there was no point going into a match in Zane's last three years where I thought he was going to lose. Yeah. But you could say the same thing about David minus Kyle Dake, and Zane never had a Kyle Dake. That's well, it, it, and not just because he was so much better than everyone. There just wasn't a transcendent guy yeah. like him. 
Yeah, it gets it gets muddied when you start going quality of competition and like t- Taylor had a goat in his way, um, which which makes it a lot tougher, right? <laughs> but Zane also made and and again, this is also a little muddy because JB exists. But Zane made a world team also in college. Yeah, he he. Yeah. It, it's really a, an incredible resume. I mean, it's it's on. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, one of the it's probably a top five career of all time, right? But but I think it's those two. Yeah. Are the only ones reasonably in the discussion. With all due respect to Ed Ruth, who I mistakenly once believed was the greatest folk style wrestler of all time. Just because in the moment. Go with it, Nomad. Go with it. No, no, no. no. But just in the moment, I'm watching him and I'm like, I don't know how this guy's. I don't know how this guy loses. Right? Like, there were just times when when I saw that. That was an all timer. That was. I don't know. (laughs) When When did Ed wrestle? I mean, that was like almost a decade ago, right? That I felt that mm-hmm. I have since become more educated. He's he found we were told him about kale. It was a that well, was a big day. Aside from, aside that from was that, a big aside day. Aside from kale, uh, but yeah. So I think I funny. I think it's Zane, but again, it's when you have Kyle Dake exists. Yeah. And, yeah, and Jordan Burroughs for the world team thing. It's a little harder. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, so yeah, please watch at uh, seven o'clock tonight, Central, eight Eastern. I believe is when it will debut. Ben Askren will watch it before, but he will still watch it on the site so that we get a click from Ben Askren. We still count clicks? No, we don't. We don't even count clicks anymore. Actually, um, what? Dude, people are so dumb. It's oh. like oh us anyone good, like, oh all like all these companies want is clicks. It's like you have you are like in the nineties. Yeah, nineties. I um, love it when you know what I love, Nomad. I love trying to offend as many people as possible. And when you say people are so dumb, you accomplish it because that includes everybody. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> I like it when someone puts out a tweet. It's just a tweet with information. It doesn't send you anywhere, and they say this tweet is clickbait. That's, it's like, that's, that's all what, time. It's like, wait, clickbait means you won't believe what Tom Brand said about this, and then a picture, a link to the thing, and then you have to click it to find out what you can't believe Tom Brand said. But this is just like, oh, this is happening, and then they just say, oh, this is clickbait. It doesn't even make sense. That's one of my favorite ones. <laughs> all right, uh, question. Cody Arnold, help me out here, Nomad. When a wrestler, wrestler transfers, do they get another five official visits or all visits out of their own pocket? Uh, so I don't even know. my understanding is it is my understanding is it is the five because oh who was the transfer that told me this it was within the last two it was since I worked at Flow and it was a high profile transfer and I cannot remember who it was but they were like yeah I basically get to go through the recruiting process again hmm thanks you get like ten paid visits if you're if you're a real baller and a really good wrestler you get ten who official was visits. it that told me that. You see, how, so you can see the world just by uh, getting recruited and transferring. It's amazing. Well, that would be, they go, but you, you you shouldn't go to the same place twice. Yeah, so you gotta go to ten places. Mm-hmm. But, you gotta hit Arizona State. Yeah, got <laughs> Fair or not, you gotta go. I can't remember who said that, so I could be wrong. But it, it was based on that because you go back to being a prospective student athlete mm. because you are not uh, locked in at an institution on an NLI scholarship, whatever. 
financial aid. So you go back to being a ethereal PSA. Yeah. What okay. word did you just use? <laughs> ethereal. Just go with it. I learned a new word. Ethereal. Ethereal. Let's, I'm going to look e- that up. It's like E-T-H-E-R-E-A-L. I can spell dog. I almost won the spelling bee in fifth grade. Extremely... So he took a <laughs> no, he took okay. a stats I test lost. in eleven minutes in the uh, spelling bee. And light in a way that seems too perfect for this world. I don't know if that fits, no man. Yeah, did he just want what? to say ethereal there, Ben? He just I mean, wanted it, to... it, sound, it sounds great. Maybe look up a word to learn a new word. <laughs> yeah. What I was going for is that you are just floating in the space of non attached to anything. Uh-huh. Well, they, it does fit. You're you're right. It does fit. All right, the the ethereal right. wrestling nomad. All right, we'll see. <laughs> Great song, Ethan. You need to make that your Twitter handle, nomad. The ethereal nomad. I don't change my yes. my name like you do in Spay. Yeah, what's yours now, Ben? Well, I'm done. I'm, I'm I, you know I was really bored when we had uh, quarantine, and I didn't leave my house for a while. I, I, I'm sure you guys were bored as well. Uh, you know so. I, to pass the time, I would change my Twitter handle as one of the ways. The ways. How much time does that pass? Twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did it to pass time. All right. Ah, that does it. Good for the day. All right, Riley Spats. <laughs> if Seabass went to Nebraska, could Chad Red go to forty nine? And for Monday, would Rob go to sixty five? Or how do you see their lineup looking? So, and this guy, he says up to episode 327 currently. So I guess Riley is listening to all episodes. He's going back. Because 327, you, you got about, you know, I'm not good at math, but, you know, 170-something to go. Well, if you listen on double speed. Double speed. I, I don't do know how people speed. do that. I, I, I go 1.8. I do 1.8. Well, uh, iTunes only gives – Audible gives you – you can do every tenth of a, a tenth of a speed. iTunes only gives you every quarter, I believe. I like 1.2. It just – it. Because like 1.5 is like, it, it really sounds like a, but 1.2 is just like, it removes all the pauses and words and stuff. It's just a lot quicker, um, but it doesn't sound like well, unnatural. I don't know how people, people do it. People do it. I, I take a long time I do, to I do it. Media. My wife yells at me. My wife yells at me about it. And uh, I'm like, whatever. I need to consume stuff. I, I got, I'm busy. Uh, some people don't, there's, there's people speak with different cadences. Mm-hmm. And so some people you you know you can't go past one point five or you can't understand them. Some people are really slow, so you can jam them up to two because they speak slowly. And so when you go to two, you can still comprehend what's going on. But it obviously depends on the cadence of the speaker. Yeah, I'd be like a one point seven five. Wow, CP's more that's like a one point two five. That's aggressive. That's yeah. aggressive. No, no, I'm saying I speak slowly. Oh, yes. you're saying what we to yeah. listen to us? Yes. Okay, got it. Got I it. speak slowly with more pauses. CP's more deliberate and, and yeah. quicker with his cadence. Got mm-hmm. it. So, con- thank you, Riley, for going through. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> because Back to his question, especially since when you consider this is such a current what's happening show. We we, we sometimes we get into Wisconsin geography. It's that is <laughs> ever that would, be, <laughs> that would be evergreen content. But in general, it's just like wow. Gavin Teasdale's in the portal. Like, that is what's happening right now. So um, that means there's some real entertainment value. So that's a compliment, right? It's good, though. I really like – two things I really like doing when there's an event coming up is going back to previous event pages and looking at the content that we did for it a year ago, two years ago, yeah. three years ago, and also listening to the FRL and, like, figuring out – A, figuring out what content works, and B, figuring out what the mood was and, like, okay, this guy was considered the favorite or, like, this team was – heavy going in and then it came out this way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so 
back to the question. One thing we have, you know, we've been saying Wisconsin or Nebraska has this need at 65, but I really thought we determined Rob was going up to 65, and then oh they've, yeah, they've got um, oh, what's his name, Brock Hardy, maybe coming in at mm. 57. Well, so and Kevon at 49, Chad at 41. That's a squad. That's what I think they should yeah, do. We're all set. But their roster, um, where are you, Mr. Hardy, Elder Hardy? Command F. Yeah, I should just do that. There it is. Uh, Hardy listed at 49, and Rob listed at 57. Kevon mm-hmm. also listed at 49. Yeah. I think that's the I think that's the move. Get Mark Manning on the horn. But <laughs> tell him we got a plan. We got a plan, buddy. Listen, hear me out. Let Rob get. I feel like Rob could go up. I think Hardy. I very much feel like Rob could go up. Yeah, Hardy at fifty-seven, Kevon at forty-nine. That's a team, man. They're going to be good. Brock is. Uh, and who's their twenty-five this year? They got a transfer, right? Uh, Cronin. Liam Cronin. Oh yeah, Liam mm-hmm. Cronin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to be they're going to be salty. So I don't I don't see the need for. I mean, obviously, Sebastian Rivera makes basically every wrestling team better if he goes to your team. So, But at the same time, I don't think there's a really specific need there at Nebraska for him. There's also – and Kevon's a really good teammate, so he, he would probably handle this a little more maturely than some people. But there's also, like, the balance of this is the team we're building and this is what we want and then throwing mm-hmm. in this other thing, kind of That's disruptive. potentially throwing that off. And it's for yeah, one yeah. year. Right. You know? It's kind of, I mean, it's a bottom line business, but there's there's still a cost there associated with it beyond yeah. just what you lose for a year. Yeah, you have impact down the road. Yes, and it's, it sends a message to other recruits, right? Like, hey, you know, oh, you're looking at this school. Well, yeah. you saw what they did to this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he thought he'd be the starter, and uh, you know, whatever. Okay. Hey, can I pick the next question? Absolutely. I, I want to oh. pull a nomad and offend as many people as possible, all with one statement. Okay. So it's that it's that um, it's Cooper Wills, who is actually a good question asker, but he said, "Please discuss this travesty." And it has the the graph of sports ranked by difficulty. <laughs> yeah. The- Anyone who comments on this is a is a dumb dumb Christian. Because how do you define difficulty? This graph does not define anything. So it's like you could pick whatever criteria you want. So there's 57 different arguments. Like you need to define what difficult actually means and how you're defining that before you have an argument on it. The whole point of that thing, that list, and it's gone, made the rounds 36 times now. Yeah. They literally made it for that purpose. Just so like every little tribe of sports would get fired up and share, be like, LOL, look at this. This is so terrible. Ha ha ha. So dumb. It's like, yeah, we like, do we don't need that. We know how hard wrestling is. It's like, you know what? Okay. If someone thinks that football or basketball are harder, all right, fine. I mean, Boxing being number one is really stupid. I, I can't. I couldn't think about. So, I, but I wanted oh, to think about go. criteria. Yeah, you're, which, you're just commented. No, you commented. You're this. a commenter. Well, I'm. I'm going to give my full statement. I tried to think of a criteria in which you could name boxing number one, and the only one I could think of is, you know, it is kind of scary to take head trauma. So therefore, you're not going to want to have a lot of people do that from say the time they're eight until the time they're thirty. So in that case, it is difficult. Besides that, uh, I couldn't think of that criteria. Yeah. I mean, so one of the reasons 
I think wrestling is number one as a completely biased observer is because of the weight cutting thing. But you got right? to define your criteria. Like, what are you defining as difficult? I think I think having to maintain a competitive weight, which you should theoretically do in all sports, but like you literally, <laughs> you literally have to in wrestling. You know what I mean? Like, there like, should be weight classes in basketball. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is like Michael Jordan. Or probably not him, but like LeBron knows. I, 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 his, I bet LeBron I knows you. his optimal weight. I bet LeBron knows like for me to yeah. go through the season to be able to both handle the punishment I have to take and not be too big to where I can move around the way that I need to. He probably knows his optimal weight, but it can fluctuate a few pounds. It, wrestlers have to yeah. literally be at a target weight. Same thing with boxing. You have to weigh in to compete, and so I think that is. So there's that. There's the fact that. Rounds are three minutes, and if you're if it's if it's a championship fight, it's twelve rounds, so it's thirty six minutes. So you're like on performance for an hour. Um, I think boxing is extremely difficult. But oh, yeah. so one of my things, when I think about d- difficulty levels, this anything is like uh, how many people are trying to be successful at said task? Because almost by definition, that's going to make it more difficult. If you have, you know, how many boxers do you guys actually know? And the answer is, dude, I, I've done combat sports my whole life. None. I, I don't I literally don't know a boxer. I don't know any. So if you're willing to put on gloves and fight someone, well, you're gonna be the best boxer I know. Yeah, Ryan Holmes. I don't even know if he was a boxer. He did like MMA. He is the the nephew of Larry Holmes, who is a boxer that I do not know, but I know who he is. Wait, obviously. wait, wait, wait. How did I never? I knew Ryan Holmes is from Easton. How did I never put together that he's Larry Holmes's nephew? I don't know. I feel like an idiot. Yeah, he is Larry it's Holmes. It's a relatively common last name. But well, I mean, the, but from Easton, the same town, yeah, Easton, Easton is really small. Easton's what, 20,000 people maybe? No, that's fair. Yeah. Wow. So okay. by that so by that definition Ben then so by that definition then like football and basketball have to be number 1 because yeah, they, there's they, they so many high. people doing football and basketball there's 360 spots in the whole league. Well, there's well, hold yeah. on. There, there's difficulty in terms of excellence, and then there's difficulty in terms of just doing the thing, regardless of, of Do, yeah. just doing the task. So that's yeah. why that's yeah. why it's so difficult to really yes. rate this. I like so, that number six is martial arts, <laughs> just like all of them. Just throw about karate, Muay <laughs> Thai. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? I don't um, even think jujitsu's on here either. Well, it would be a martial art. That's what I'm saying. They... So, but boxing and wrestling are martial arts. I, I yeah. That's I'm why not... it's called mixed it's martial not, arts. It's not a good. It's not a. I'm not saying this is a good list. That's just what they did. You know, water polo. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say badminton like, should be lower. Where is it? Thirty. Thirty. <laughs> like for me, water polo. Do you know how hard it would be for me to ep- tread water for an hour? I would yeah. die. Yeah, you would die yeah, too. Water, probably water polo is hard. Sports. It needs to be sports ranked by would I die doing it? And water polo is number <laughs> well, one probably. Well, base jumping. Is that on there? Yeah, well, base. that should be number one. Most likely to die. Okay. Yeah. Most well, I don't. I don't know if that's a, that's not a sport to me. Well, so that's well, that's uh, the uh, other uh, thing. Uh, the, the, a lot of these aren't sports by my definition either. Sports. sports what is your definition, uh, though, man? Uh, oh. You have to be able to play defense. Do you, well in wrestling? Do you play defense? So like, so like skateboarding is not a sport. That is an athletic competition. Cheerleading is not a sport. That is an athletic competition. Golf I actually like your definition, though, man. I like it. I stole that from uh, my my math teacher in high school. He stole it from someone. Okay. Just just R.I.P. Spo- John Thaler. Spoiler alert. Um, I yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad criteria. Um, 
Okay. Skiing, not a sport. Skiing. Camp- Athletic competition. The, now, I say with skiing, they're just not creative enough. You could get an element of defense in <laughs> and guarding. They just haven't thought beyond just racing down the hill, right? They're, you could get defensive uh, with it. They just haven't yet. So skiing, that sounds kind of like a TBD. You throw you throw snowballs at yesterday uh, for the warm up at our, our little kids practice. Y'all have snow um, in Wisconsin. Oh my gosh! Well, it wasn't little kids. It was like we'll say fifth through seventh, fifth through seventh graders, something like that. That practice. Uh, Coach Newman was throwing dodgeballs at the kids. If if he hit them, they had to do five push-ups while they were jogging laps. That that was quite fun. That's great. I need to <laughs> I need to start coaching little league just for that. <laughs> All right. Um, next question. Um, hmm. There's so many of them are There's... like transfer related that we kind of already touched on. Well, I I like uh, I don't like Nick Nick Kroeninger, another guy who asked good questions, but I don't like this one. He he's just bashing on the refs the whole time, <laughs> and there's a lot of good refs. So, uh, Nick, I don't understand why you're being so hateful on this nice Wednesday morning. Yeah, why are refs bad? I don't know. I bet he watched. Uh, this is this is me uh, projecting onto him. I bet he watched a particular a particular match that he just to this day disagrees with. Like, how did they possibly arrive at that conclusion for that call? That would be freestyle like wrestling, though. That would oh be freestyle gosh. wrestling. Freestyle. No. Stuff. No, yes, no, no, yes. folks. Not no, as man, many no, man, stupid no. rules and calls. It's not true. As no, freestyle, it's not true. It's there not are true. NCAA it's finals that people no, man, argue about wrong. to this day. It's definably, it's, it's, it's irrefutably. It's not irrefutable. There are so many it's, calls. It's there's so many calls in wrestling no, man, that people that that are bad. There's so many rules that are bad that people disagree with. That the refs screw up. That I mean. Yanni, freestyle okay, is so Yanni much McKenna, easier to mess up. Uh, Bo Jordan. Freestyle is Bo- so much easier to mess up. Tell him, Christian, get him. Attack well, this man. Well, I mean, there, there do you, are. Do you not want. You, 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 no. This is, <laughs> you, you are blinded. You are blinded by your love of folk style. Folk style has just as many egregious, stupid, hard to make calls as freestyle. You it's, are blinded no, by your love of folk no, style. You're blinded by your Americanism. Go watch NCAA finals for the last 10 years and you'll be just I'm, as pissed I'm, off as if you watch no, as if you watch the last 10 years of world team trials. No way. No way. Um, no, it's not even close. The, the Do you Lang- remember the Ed Ruth John Reader match? Oh my. Do you remember that one? Horrible. Oh Horrible. my god. And and the the reason is because of the listen, I'm very critical of folk style rules and in, in some aspects of it, but the ambiguity in which freestyle rules are written is is crazy and just the, the yanni zane thing is a, is a primary example of routine exchanges routine exchanges they do not know how to score them they don't know how to retu- score a routine exchange so like a guy yeah. on a shot a guy exposes it is totally dealer's choice how do you spiritually feel about this thing it literally went to court spiritually Ru- <laughs> a routine exchange went to court Right, Dude. like, th- and this is yeah. frequent, and this scenario has been known. And the Ed Ruth John Reader thing was the same thing. Ed would shoot in, John would chest wrap to to John to Ed, and it went back and forth, and then they completely changed everything after it went to review. As there are in folk style, wizard situations, no, leg over situations, hold on, situ- hold on. takedowns me, on the edge. Hold on, no man, hold on, no man, no, hold on. For me, here's the difference. It, like that reader, that reader. Um, Ruth situation, depending on how you, uh, what, what was the term you used, Christian? Spiritually felt about it. <laughs> yeah, it could have went. It could have went. 
it could have went 10 points for Ruth or it could have went 10 points for Reader, right? Now, I think I think most people would have said Reader was probably doing the chest traps. But we're talking a 20-point gap. Uh, Nomad, in folk style, if one dude gets a takedown, that dude escape, that's a one-point difference. Now, I realize one point can be the difference in a match, but we're not talking 20 points. Exactly. Exactly. That's the difference. Okay, fine. I'll grant you that. But there are just as many bad calls in folk style. No. I promise you there are just as many bad calls. There are just as many bad calls. And there are just as many hard to uh, officiate situations because it's a body movement sport. You can score from anywhere on the map, okay? Movement. So in foot, <laughs> That's just a fake term. No, it's, not, it's not a fake term. I'm defining the term right now. Define the term right now. I kind of like it. In, body in, movement sport. In, in football. Can you like a non-body uh, movement sport? Let me tell sports? you. And I'm, let me explain it. Let me explain it. In football, <laughs> you can game. score from anywhere on the field, right? You can score one-yard touchdown, nine-yard 99 yard touchdown anywhere in between but uh, all touchdowns go to the same place right in basketball you can score from anywhere on the court but all baskets go to the same place or one of two places depending okay, on which way you're going okay. in wrestling the points can literally be scored from anywhere you don't have to end up in this designated area of the mat for them to score and as such things on the edge are called differently than things in the middle even though it is theoretically Oh, the yeah. same field That's of dumb. play. That makes freestyle more dumb than folk style because the, 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 where, where they get like half a takedown on the edge and they give it a takedown just because it's on the edge, that is like, that might be one of my they least favorite. They do it in folk style too, though, Ben. No. No, no, they're they not, don't. They're, they're not don't. supposed how to. About, they do how not. about, no, they don't. How about J.O. Steber? Listen, one, all right. That was in the right. middle of the mat. It's the middle of the mat. But I'm saying that was a folk style call that pissed a whole lot of people they off. Nomad, they changed the rule after that so that that became two. But at the po that point in time, the rule was that wasn't a takedown. That's why they had to write it in if you have both legs sitting on their butt, even if they have a chest strap, that's two in folk style. And there are still, year after year, terrible, terrible, terrible folk style calls because of poor rules, right, but, because but of poor situations. Freestyle. Terrible yeah, calls. It's more, it's more in freestyle. Okay, whatever. But folk style also has a it, folk style is not impunable. Never was denied. We, we didn't say we, that. That's a that's you just made that but up. You no make one. it you make it you make no. it sound demonstrably worse. It is negligibly worse, if at all. It is worse. No, it's not negligible. It is noticeable for sure. Hey, we love freestyle. I like it more. Than and it's folk not style, specifically the rap for me. It's it's more the the rule set that makes the the the, the calls harder to make. Well, I hate the folk style rule set a ton. Yeah. So. Well, so maybe you're showing your bias right now, Nomad. Maybe you, yeah. you're, you're accusing well, us of showing bias. I, I just but... I I just hate getting in this argument as though it's like, oh, do you want me to just pull up twenty five examples of like. FRLs where they discussed how could they possibly make this call in a folk style match? How could this possibly be a rule? How could this possibly have ended up in this way? Well, how it, it could it, be a it rule. It happens just as much in folk style. Well, how it could be a rule is different, right? Like when you yes. can back straight out of bounds without a penalty and then you do it again and there's not that's like the rules bad, right? But this But he yeah. was just saying the freestyle rules are bad. You guys were just saying the freestyle rules are bad because of the potential 20 point swing no, depending no, no. on how you officiate uh, chest I, I said the the free the freestyle rules make it easy for a ref to make the wrong call. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. And and the examples in folk style are just very they're small it's a small it's a bit difference between a stall warning and a not stall warning. It's not a difference between between Basically, I get a takedown or you yeah. get a takedown, right? Or four and four. Or it's four yeah. for Christian versus four for Nomad. Yeah. 
Okay, I'll give you the swings are bigger, but I I will not I will not I will die on the hill that there are just as many bad calls and just as many bad rules in folks. Well, bad style. calls are are uh, another thing, right? It's, that's the but bad calls happen from controversial, either controversial situa- uh, positions or misunderstanding of the rule. I I bet it happens more in freestyle. I I know it does, man. Never mind. I'm not even gonna get into that. But you know it's true too, and that's all it's, I'm gonna say. It's not. Listen, it is, you will you will never convince me. Think that there of are the not tournaments more. we've been to and the things we've seen and the calls we made, and compare that to other tournaments at other places. And that's all I'm going to say. It's just like there's a there's a genuine. Does this person even watch the sport component well, with some of them? Well, okay, but then you're getting into the quality of the official as opposed to yeah. like the difficulty uh-huh. of the officiate. Uh, yeah. Situation needs to be efficient. Is it the quality of the official, or is that the rules are so hard to understand and get on the same page that? I mean, we've been changing folk style rules for a while, and there's still a whole bunch of things that are stupid that we have to complain about. I think they're. I think. The... Whereas the freestyle rules right now are better than they've ever been. Okay, doke. All right. Well, plenty of work to be done on both sides. Do uh, the right thing. That's a classic one I hear a lot. All right, let's go. <laughs> All right, Tyler, we're good to go. Ben, you got anything else before we depart? Uh, come on, WIA, get get it right. Make women's wrestling a thing in Wisconsin. Seriously. Today's episode Seriously. was much like the Toledo War, a mostly bloodless dispute. Mostly bloodless. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the Toledo War episode. Don't title it that, whoever uploads this show. People will be like, yeah, now's not the time for Toledo War. Make it about the transfers or whatever. All right. Thanks that would so be much. be kind of funny. It would be kind of funny, but it would be like, who's clicking that? Yeah. We need to clickbait, right? <laughs> Can't clickbait with the Toledo War. We don't want to use the Toledo War title yet. We need to save that for a big episode. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back tomorrow, the last FRL of the week. For Dan Lobdell and Ben Askren, Christian Piles, see you tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs>